Hey there, welcome to the Friend in Your Ear podcast. I'm your host, Luna Smith, and I will be that friend inside your ear while we explore all things self-improvement. I'll share tips, motivation, and positivity to help you live your best life. From health and wellness to career and relationships, I've got you covered, because that's what friends are for, right? So tune in every week for a friendly chat to brighten your day, and let's make every day a little better together, shall we, friend? And now, on with the show. It's almost Earth Day, and although technically every day is a day on Earth and should be Earth Day, um, <laughs> with the holiday coming up, I thought it'd be great to go over some ways that we can give back to Earth and make Mother Earth proud. So here are some ideas of things you can do to give back to the planet that does so much for us. I have five ideas you can do with young kids, as well as some ideas that you can do with no kids. <laughs> and you know what? You can mix and match. I'm sure either <laughs> of them really works, but some of them are particularly uh, family oriented. So here are some ways to involve young kids with Earth Day. But again, you can do this even if you don't have children. Oh, number one, plant a tree or garden. Because let's be real here. Kids love to get dirty. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of adults do too. I mean, it's really good for you on many levels to get your hands dirty, to feel the earth. It's a great learning experience for children to watch things grow. And planting a garden is a fun way to teach about the importance of taking care of the earth. And it's great for grown-ups to learn, too. It's just, I just think it's a really neat experience to see the cycle of life um, at your own hands by growing something. And if you are not able to grow, like if you don't have access to a yard or dirt, sometimes you can find a community garden in your area. Or if you really... <laughs> want the ability to watch things grow without getting your hands dirty, uh, you can look into a hydroponic system for indoors. I recently got one, I think I mentioned in a previous episode, called a garden, but spelled with a Y. And it's been really cool to watch it grow from nothing to little seedlings to now it's starting to grow into like actual little vegetables. <laughs> And that can be great for children, too. It is, you know, a long process, but it's a nice way to teach sustainability. And uh, I think there might be a discount going on right now. If there is, I'll put it in. I'll link it in the show notes anyway, if you want to check it out. Uh, number two, go on a nature scavenger hunt. This is really simple. You can just write up a short list of various things you might find outdoors and then go to a local park or nature reserve or even just your own backyard and have your kids find these various items like pine cones and daffodils, the pine tree, you know, et cetera, et cetera. A big rock. Kids love rocks. <laughs> we have a lot of rocks in our house. Uh, anyway, item number three or idea number three is to make recycled crafts. 
This is a great one for reusing, you know, items that would normally go out in the recycling bin, like cardboard boxes, paper tubes, bottle caps. Uh, You can make bird feeders, binoculars, musical instruments. We have all sorts of (laughs) recycled handmade things in our house. Uh, Another fun one is like a wind chime. My son got the idea actually from a Daniel Tiger episode and we used a paper towel tube and he decorated it with paint and stickers and then you just punch some holes and hang string or twine and glue bottle caps to the end of it and it clanks. It's obviously not super water safe because it's made out of cardboard, but (laughs) we have them in the house and it's a cute gift idea for grandparents. Idea number four is to read books about the earth. There are a lot of children's books that teach about the importance of the earth and how to take care of it and get them thinking about how big the world is and how much we rely on it and what it provides for us. And, you know, reading these books can spark some deep conversations with kids or inspire them to care more for our world, which I think is very much needed. (laughs) A book that I found that I thought was really beautiful is by Patricia McLaughlin, and it's called My Friend Earth. And it has beautiful illustrations and has like peekaboo pages, so it's very engaging. So that would be a great gift idea for Earth Day. (laughs) Another really fun idea that you can do with or without kids is to turn off the lights and have a family picnic by candlelight. (laughs) It's a way to, you know, teach kids about conserving energy, but also just a fun thing to do, I think, every once in a while. Kind of just changes things up and makes things interesting, but also, you know, gives you a teaching moment of using less power, less energy, and... (laughs) you know, giving them a demonstration of how things used to be back in the day before electricity, which is, you know, kind of crazy how new electricity really is in the grand scheme of things. So these are five ideas that are great for young kids to help instill lifelong appreciation for our environment, hopefully, (laughs) and inspire them to become responsible for our planet because we, we really, you know, we only have this one. So... We really need to appreciate it and give back what it gives to us, I think. You know, and starting when they're young is just like a great way to instill those values. So you can, of course, do any of those ideas regardless of whether you have children or not. But those ideas I thought were nice to do as a family. But of course, they work even solo or without kids. And these next five ideas are ideas that you can still do with kids, but they're, you know, a little more adult oriented, but still would be great maybe for older kids. I guess the first ideas are more for younger kids. These ideas older kids could take part in. Idea number one, start a compost pile. Composting is a great way to reduce waste and to create nutrient-rich soil for your garden or indoor plants. You don't even need to have an outdoor garden. Some people just use the compost with their indoor plants. Or you can give back. A lot of times, like, um, town drop-off centers might have a, like, a big compost pile that you can contribute to. Or you might have a neighbor that has a garden that you can give it to. But either way, it's, it's a great way to reduce your overall waste that you would be otherwise putting into the trash. I recently, it was a year, it must have been a year ago, 
or so, I got this indoor composter called Alomi, which I liked because it just sits on your countertop. And I thought that would be like such a great convenient way to be able to just quickly put food scraps into it. And then once it's like the bucket's full, you turn it on and it, if you want really rich soil, it's like, it might be like a 12 hour runtime, but there's like speed settings too, but it just cooks it down like this big old bucket <laughs> bucket cooks down to such a small amount of dirt, but it's really crazy to see all this waste turn into dirt. So that might even be a really great teaching experience for kids too. And then we just kind of collect all the dirt into a big bucket to use for, you know, various outdoor gardening things, <laughs> but also indoor plant food too, if you have plants. And of course you can do composting the old fashioned way. You don't need a device. I just thought for me personally, I'm not someone who is going to keep trudging outside in colder weather to put food scraps into a compost bin. So when I saw the Lomi advertised, I just thought that was such a, a cool idea and a convenient way to, you know, turn your food scraps into dirt like right on your countertop, which I think there might be a discount for that too. Again, I'll, I'll put all of the items that I've mentioned into the show notes if you want to check them out. And I'll have this list on the blog if you want to see it in text form. <laughs> but anyway, cool invention. Another way to celebrate Earth Day is to support local farmers. I know, you know, depending on where you're <laughs> located, there may or may not be year-round farmers markets, but you can go to a local farmers market. Like they say, it's always good to buy local when you can. And, you know, and then you know where your food's coming from too, which is like such a cool experience, I think, too, to meet the farmers who are growing the, the food that you're about to eat. It just kind of brings you closer to the source. And another thing that you can do with your kids too. Idea number three, clean up your neighborhood. You can either do this on your own or a lot of times I found that our town and other surrounding towns seem to do a community cleanup event in April, probably because of Earth Day or just spring in general. So you can find a community cleanup event, I'm sure, in your area or, you know, just take it on your own to just go to a park or the side of the road and clean up trash if you find it. But yeah, if we all work together, we can make the world a better place. And if you aren't doing this already, idea number four is to reduce, reuse, and recycle. If you aren't already recycling, definitely look into your community's recycling options. I know some places take something, some don't. Typically, the best things to recycle are cardboard and glass. Plastics are iffy and there's a lot of places that won't even take plastic at all. But if you can at least do cardboard and glass, those are definitely taken. Oh, and tin cans, I believe. But if you don't have, you know, roadside pickup for recycling, a lot of times your town will have a recycling drop-off center and you can just collect these things and drop them off and feel better that you're not filling your trash so quickly because a lot of things are recyclable and you should recycle as much as you can. You know, use reusable bags, containers, water bottles, try to just, you know, reduce as much as possible so that we can limit the amount of things we're putting into landfills. You know, any little step. I mean, it's not, don't get hard on yourself. It doesn't have to be perfect, but like, you know, Every little step you can take can still have such a big impact. So 
just even starting with small steps, small things like idea number five, going paperless. So pay your bills online, change it to all, you know, online paying so they don't have to send you the bills in the mail, use electronic tickets and, you know, doing all those things. You can also like catalogs. I know there are numbers that you can call to get yourself removed from those catalog lists, which I really need to look into. <laughs> so maybe that will be my Earth Day project. That way you can reduce the amount of, you know, paper consumption or that is like coming to you unnecessarily. I know some people prefer to have certain things in paper, but if you can make small changes again to go paperless when possible, that limits paper consumption. So those are 10 ideas to help celebrate Earth Day and appreciate our Earth and to lessen our burden on it. It doesn't matter, you know, obviously, like the whole message I have with this entire podcast is it's we're not striving for perfection here, but we are trying to be a little bit better every day, or at least that's what I'm aiming to be. I hope you are, too. And any little step you can take to reduce your footprint, we're just trying to lessen the burden that we're putting on Mother Earth, I guess. And in light of that, this week's mantra, I thought it would be appropriate, and this is a good one you can have with your kids if you're celebrating Earth Day together, is the mantra, I am grateful for the gifts the earth provides, and I treat them with respect and reverence. Bonus way to appreciate Earth Day or to celebrate Earth Day is really take some time to look at the beauty of the earth, of the buds that are starting to grow, the the plants that are starting to erupt from the soil. Like just take time to look at the wonderful, beautiful earth that we live on. I know obviously not everything is beautiful, but if you can just find the small things that make it beautiful, that's a great way to help appreciate and celebrate our earth. And just really let that gratitude sink in. Like at the very least, I think we should all be doing that for Earth Day. Because when we have gratitude in our lives, I know this is such a <laughs> this is such an ongoing theme for this podcast, but the more gratitude you have for what's in your life, the more things you have to be grateful for. That's just the way it seems to work out. So if you just take the time to be grateful, to notice all of the wonderful things that we have available to us that the earth is providing, then you'll just feel even more gratitude and realize even more abundance in your life. Although this isn't a mantra, another wonderful quote that I found by Chief Seattle, the earth does not belong to us. We belong to the earth. I think a lot of times we do seem to think that we control the earth, but really we're just living on it. And thus we should be treating it with respect and reverence and giving back as much as we can for all it does for us. So I hope that these ideas give you some inspiration. I know this is kind of a different episode, but I love themes. And I was just trying to think of what to do for this week's episode. And then I thought of Earth Day coming up and how great it would be to come up with some ideas that help us to recognize all the wonderful things we have because of Mother Earth. 
and to celebrate that. So let me know if you plan to do any of these. I would love to know if any of these ideas spoke to you and you're going to, you know, use one of them to celebrate with your family or even just yourself. Thank you so much for listening and for letting me be that friend inside your ear. This week, I guess I'm the friend that is raving on to you about how we need to do better for our earth but we all have friends like that and I guess I'm that friend for you this week but I hope that it inspires you regardless and that we can inspire each other really to do the best and to be the best that we can so thank you so much for letting me be that friend for you this week and for listening and I hope you found some inspiration And I hope you have a great two weeks and I'll talk to you soon.